Hey guys, Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the YFYI podcast. On the episode you're about to listen to, I came across some cool information about paradigm shifts and what a paradigm shift is, is when a business, an industry, a world as we know it, makes a fundamental change in how things operate. I thought it was pretty interesting, the information that was um, brought to us from a philosopher and a scientist, a physicist by the name of Thomas Kuhn. So I thought I'd share that with you on this episode. You know, Thomas Kuhn, I mean, he, uh, he was around from 1922 to 1996. Um, an American physicist, he was a historian, a philosopher, and he wrote a real controversial book in 1962, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions, which was influential in both academic and popular circles. So he introduced that term paradigm shift, and I've been studying him, thought you guys might enjoy a little um, insight as to some of my takeaways. Definitely wanna take some time and research. Pretty interesting cat. Would have loved to sit down, have a little coffee with him, and pick his brain. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, one of the books I'm kind of finishing the year with and decided to make a little episode. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode of the YFYI podcast and the findings and the works of Thomas Kuhn and the paradigm shift. So I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? Sunny D here, and you are now listening to another episode of the YFYI podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. Thanks if you're a first-time listener. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome, welcome. This is the podcast where you can come and hack what I call the Bob, the business of beauty, where I talk all things beauty, business, business related. If this is your first year in the beauty industry, your first year as a salon owner, your first year as an educator, your first year as a platform artist, then this podcast, along with the YFYI book series, is gonna be a great place for you to go to get resources, to hear information where I talk about some practical things that I've experienced along my journey, as well as things I'm anticipating, as well as challenges, things I'm discovering, uh, different obstacles, if you will. This is a podcast where you can hear all of those types of tips, stories, practices, and each and every week the topics vary. I don't do a lot of hardcore, like, pre-warm-up research, which could be great or not. But the reason I don't is because I really like the podcast to be pretty organic, you know, and thinking about topics and things I want to talk about. I want those to be relevant to the current state of my experience as a stylist, as a salon owner, as a podcaster, as a student, as a learner, as a presenter, as a speaker, 
you know, all of those kinds of experiences in real time, I feel like is the best. That's my answer. Or, or maybe it's because being as busy as I like to be, the prep time ain't really gonna be a priority, but the content's gonna be great. I think it's been great. I'm getting a lot of good feedback. A lot of people are really digging in, especially now all of my podcasts are being hosted on the anchor.fm app. So that's been great. Good transition. A lot easier to podcast on the go. All I really need is my mobile phone. I got a microphone. I'm ready to roll. So I can be doing a podcast anywhere, anytime. Just find some quiet space and go. So welcome back. If you're a repeat listener, if you've been listening to the YFYI podcast for a while, we're creeping up on, how many episodes are we? I think we're on just like 140, 141, somewhere around there. I'm not sure exactly what episode I'm in right now, but we're moving on up. You know, We'll be at 200 before you know it. I like to record a podcast every week. Those are some big goals. Sometimes I'm hitting that mark. Sometimes I'm not, you know, and we're uh, almost at the end of 2018. And we've got a few days left. It's uh, it's been a it's been a doozy, shall we say, of a year. I'll talk a little bit more about the end cap of the year and the beginnings of 2019 and the future, a couple of episodes that are coming up. But this is a different episode. I want to talk about a, a not a I guess you could call it a theory or a concept or a you know, a, um, I don't know what you would call it exactly. Is it a noun? Is it a verb? Is it a place? Is it a thing? It's a, it's an event, I guess you could say. So I'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. And if you've been supporting the podcast, I appreciate it. You've been reading YFY, your first year in the beauty industry, and uh, YFY, the second edition, which is your first year in salon ownership. I appreciate it. I know a lot of people are reading the new book and the new material. It's really, the new material really gets into tactics. You know, and, and a lot of you already have context of me and my story through my first book. So I didn't spend a lot of time going over my origin story and sharing some of the battles and the battles won and the battles, you know, lost and. You know, but I, I mean, I like to share that if you've ever been at a live engagement, live speaking engagement, and you've heard the raw, uncut, which you can find in the beginning of the first book, you know, going back all the way to my days in the clink. You know, if you've ever been in the clink, you know how that is, meaning prison, meaning locked up, meaning throw away the key for several years. Um, so I don't get into a lot of that. I will at some point, you know, I'm working on the audio book, so I'll share that story. I've shared a couple things. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen uh, prison stories where I've taken some of the excerpts from some of my live presentations and cut them down. And so the, the story of Antoine is a, is a classic. Everybody loves the story of me meeting a one of my mentors in prison named Antoine. There's another guy I like to talk about, Tate. Um, I was gonna say tea tree, <laughs> tea tree. No, his name was uh, Treetop. I'm saying tea tree because I'm actually, you know, looking at tea tree products right now, and that was the it just kind of blended together. 
But uh, in the second book, the thing I think you know, a lot of people, what from the feedback I'm getting are really appreciating is it's it gets real tactical. It gets real kind of roll your sleeves up, hands on. And, you know, and, and that's what it is. It's the meat of, you know, just the business, like the setup, like the one, two, the punch, the counter, all of those things. I laid out some of the systems. So, I mean, there's definitely a, hot, a lot more. You're not going to build an incredibly, you know, successful big company just on a, you know, on, on, on a, on a, 120 pages of tactics there's a lot more there's a living breathing changing environment and that's why in today's podcast i want to dive into that a little bit so what i really wanted to get into was this thing called a paradigm shift you know i talk a lot in my presentations and, and with my team about you know what we what's known as a magic moment it's like a moment in time it's like it's like a uh, like a bolt of lightning like you could snap your fingers like like a snap just like that snap and when that moment happens things change the underlying business changes it could be you know it could be a, an event it could be you know it could be a, a decision that you made or that the world made for you Right, it could be you know like that person that went from being a, a track star, an athlete, you know maybe a multi-sport, to losing both their legs and having to become a non-walking athlete, you know, and that's and that's happened. You know, people have lost arms, legs, and go on, and, and but it's a it's a shift. It's when the fundamentals change. You know, and if you were to Google it, you look up paradigm shift, you go to the wiki, Wikipedia, you're going to hear about a concept identified by the American physicist and philosopher Thomas Kuhn. And he says that paradigm shift is a fundamental change in the basic concepts and experimental practices of a scientific discipline. Now, you could substitute some of those words, like if we go back to that example of walking you know and a fundamental change is now you have no legs and the basic concept of walking involves you you do kind of experiment but you have two legs that go from kicking around to <clears throat> scratching at the ground and then you're kind of crawling and you're kind of up learning to try to how to how to balance the upper half of your body on them, you know, into walking. So then the fundamental, fundamental change in practices. Uh, Kuhn contrasts paradigm shifts with characterize, which characterize a scientific revolution to the activity of normal science, which he describes as scientific work done with a prevailing framework or paradigm. So everything you do based on your legs if you think about that framework, right? If you go into your business, you go into your relationship planning for, you know, this person or this business or you go into this sport planning to run and everything your framework, your whole paradigm is is around running, 
because you're playing a sport that involves that, like you're a soccer player, football player, baseball player, basketball player, then you lose your legs, that's gonna create a shift. And in this context, the word paradigm is used in its original Greek meaning as example. So the shift, so when a shift happens in the fundamental way of doing it, how are you gonna react? How are you going to respond to this shift? And I see it in business. You know, think about this, right? As a stylist, you're coming out of beauty school, you go start working at a salon, and the salon moves location. Maybe they were in a great you know, kind of walk-in environment location, they move to a non-walk-in location. What happens? That presents a shift, a fundamental shift, especially if you're in a salon and it's a walk-in salon and that's how you're kind of surviving. If you're living off of the walk-ins that are coming in, you're depending on those walk-ins that are coming in, and all of a sudden there's this fundamental change and shift, and those walk-ins aren't coming in anymore. Now your entire business approach, your your business paradigm is different. How are you gonna react? And do you think about paradigm shifts, and do you think about those kind of scenarios on a regular basis? Because what I'm here to encourage you to do, if you're not doing that already, is start thinking about these shifts. Because in every, I guess you could call it a cycle, but in, in, in timelines, if you look at timelines, five to 10 years, there's gonna be some kind of shift. There's gonna be some kind of fundamental change. And I've been a business owner now, going on 10 years, I mean really, more than 10 years if you think about it and the and the fundamental approach to the business is constantly shifting right but paradigm shifts are those big shifts so when that big shift happens you know in 2008 there was a big shift in the housing market went from a went from a a, a climate of buy 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 to a climate of can't buy and can't even sell and yeah, I just lost my home. You know, so that was a big shift. And then you see this immersion, emergence of all of these apartments. And then they have condos that were trying to be condos that had to become apartments because there's a big paradigm shift. Same thing is happening in other industries too. If you look at like the beauty industry, for example, you see that the emergence of all of these booth rent salons, whether it be like the salon suite, salon loft, whatever you want to call it, my suite, your suite, we all got a sweet suite. It's a, it's a booth rental environment that's emerging, right? So we have these open space salons, they go into commission salons, they went to booth rent salons, and somebody took kind of like the booth rent with a twist, said, well, you know, make your booth more a booth. And so then it became, you know, these new booth renter salons, they call them suites that are opening. So a lot of people are shifting, right? They're going to the booth rental. And what's happening there? There's That's a shift. Now, as in 
cycles, if you think about a cycle, kind of what goes around comes around. So obviously, just like with cubicles, I mean, the shift to a cubicle was thought, well, people could be more productive if they have this like kind of little wall around them and they were in their own space. And then that was the thought process. But over time, the shift happened again. And then so nowadays, it's like, you know, people you know, want to work together and collaborate. So it's like take down the walls. So then you had this open space kind of office plan. Will that shift back to the cubicle again? Probably, and it could, or it could shift in a whole nother way. You know, so as a salon owner, I see that, you know, we've had, you know, people that are, that work here and then, you know, go and, and they want to go be booth renters. Some of those people are going towards booth rent. Some of, you know, we have people applying now that are, that are booth rent. They're in, you know, the, the salon, you know, suite type of uh, setup. And now they're like, yearning for the team environment they want to be back around people and working with a team so it kind of goes around and around these ships five to ten years think about color right in the business of hair color you got all kinds of shifts i mean there's really only two things you could do with color in the first place light or dark right you could deposit you could lift you could erase or replace but there's a shift from grown in to from you know natural to bold to placements you know to the hand painted which kind of emerged in the wake of you know the last recession that we had because people you know couldn't go to the salon as much so now they're like oh my hair's all grown out well let's make that a thing so then it became a thing right there's gonna be more shifts like that are you thinking about some of the shifts that are coming are you thinking about some of the shifts that are that we're in right now? Are you thinking about maybe a shift we're just coming out of? Right? Because that's really the three places you're gonna be. You're either gonna be in it, you're gonna be out of it, just past it, or you're gonna be coming up into it or just before it, right? So when these shifts happen. How are you gonna be able to respond? Well, I, I'd give you a couple ideas here. Things that are not going to shift in a sense, I would say, like education and getting educated and learning as much as possible never will go out of style. There won't be a shift anytime, I don't believe, in your life or anybody's life that you ever know where it goes like, well, we used to learn as much as we could. Now we don't, or we don't need to. It's actually going to be an increase in education. I believe in this coming year, especially, you're going to see emerging education events and companies and uh, tools and resources. People want to be educated, and it's become so... Um, easy and almost like the information's at our fingertips because of technology. We demand, you know, education 24-7. We're plugged in. But there's going to be this nice, I believe, like a good merge. So when you see having it at your fingertips, but also having it live, right? So live education events, I think, will be huge. 
there was a shift out of it. It was online, online, online. And you're going to see the shift back in. Technology is going to make things easier. Technology is going to make things more available. And technology is going to elevate the, the quality and the range and the reach. But education is one of those things. If you want to be prepared for the different shifts, educate yourself. And not just on what you're in or what's coming, but also educate yourself on what's past. You know, take a look back. It's okay to learn. It's okay to learn history because there's pattern recognition is one of those skill sets that if you work on it, we all have it, but if you really kind of work on it, it could become one of the, I think the best tools or assets that you have, pattern recognition. So if you start studying the past, you start studying, oh, the last time this happened, this happened. And you can identify some type of pattern, then with that pattern, you could probably, with that pattern, you could probably figure out a similar correlation to another pattern, to another situation that's similar enough to where you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. Now, if you're a salon owner, you don't have to look very far because being a salon owner, especially you have, you know, you've had all you have it all right so you've had the, the clientele you've serviced people then you've got the stylist it's like a whole different kind of clientele and then you've got this cycle that of people that come in and you hear things right oh I, I you know and i i do questionnaires and you kind of look at these questionnaires and if you take the names off of them and you just went by the questionnaires and organized them by patterns you'd find out over time over time of doing it that there's some things that show up repeatedly. It's not an exact science, but some things that show up repeatedly. You know, for example, people like that, they got medical issues, they, they got all kinds of issues, right? There's always something coming up. So if you can try to identify that and you kind of know, like they might be a great person, they might you know be working hard, and, and but they, they got these issues, you, you might see that as a pattern. You might see that as a pattern for different types of things, whether it be finance, physical, you know, mental. So pattern recognition is huge because then you can start to navigate. And so when you think a paradigm shift is coming, you're right, because they come, like I said, in, in that five, 10 years, it's like a cycle, but not knowing and then it happening to you and you then, oh no, I didn't know, nobody told me, blah, 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 blah. That doesn't get you out of it. All that does is maybe make you feel good for a second, but then you still have to deal with it. So I would start education. That would be number one, education. And I think really the second thing, if you're thinking about paradigms and how do I, you know, get ahead of them, recognize them, you know, and you're not, you're not like, I'm not Nostradamus or anything like that. I get surprised regularly, but I think another thing would be tasting, trying, and experimenting you know in our company we try different things all the time you know whether it be training you know we try um, 
you know, whether it's scheduling, training, services, starting something, stopping something, we, we can try anything. If you own the, if you own the company, then yeah, you, it, it's like an, you can experiment, you can try, you can taste. And you can start to eliminate through process things that work and don't work in certain scenarios. And so when paradigms come, you might have like a combination. Because if you think about it, it's like, what is this problem that's presenting itself to what is this situation that's changing? It has some kind of DNA, you can call it a pattern, you can call it a combination or something. And if you've been experimenting and practicing and trying different things, when something like that shows up in your face, in your life, in your business, then you might have a combination or a recipe that you can then apply and you can manage it. And especially if, if the paradigm, if it's like the, the earth is moving from under your feet, like a huge paradigm shift, then a lot of times the only thing you can do is manage it. You know, it's like if there's a wave coming a, a, that's big enough, you're not going to do anything about it. You, if you're in the water and you're not even nowhere, anywhere near the land, that wave is coming. Guess what? The best you could do is manage it. Try to ride the wave and come out on the other side. But if you've been practicing, you've been learning, you've been studying, you've been trying, you've been testing, then you'll be kind of excited. And I think that's where I'm at right now, you know, for the next kind of paradigm shift and see, wow, that was interesting. How did that work? And then see the next one. A lot of people, it's a, it's a different kind of a excitement. It's called anxiety. It's called stress. It's called pain. It's called fear. It's called suffering because of the change of the environment. And the only, and I think the, the biggest thing is those people, they haven't experimented enough and they don't have enough education to be able to mitigate, handle, and decipher what's happening around them. So that's where I'm offering, you know, those couple of things. Think about, you know, as you're coming into this year, getting ready, there's paradigm shifts that are occurring, like I said, that you're in right now or that you just got out of that will re-emerge and they might look a little bit different the next time. But what you can you do in the meantime, you can prepare. Education will be key in any help to help you really navigate through any environment. So I just wanted to share that. This is like a little, you know, article I was reading talking about paradigm shifts and you know what have we learned since like the last kind of the economy turned over and this whole new you know this renaissance that we're in with politics and now wait do you see 2020 what the elections look like <clears throat> you think the last one was interesting you have people you never even heard of before you know or, or maybe heard of before never even thought it would be you know, coming out because there's a paradigm that shifted, right? It's somebody like a Trump that comes through, total outsider, celebrity, this, that, becomes president of the United States. And the, of these United States, it's like, oh man, you just woke up a couple other people that were thinking, <clears throat> there's that, that could never happen to anyone besides a politician. And so he kind of broke the mold. That's a paradigm shift. So 2020, I'm sure we'll be welcoming some different you know, types and different paradigms that will be shifting then. And in your business, in your career, with your guests, with your clientele, wherever you're at in your journey, <clears throat> be on the lookout because I'm sure you've got a paradigm shift coming through a theater of life and near you soon. So hopefully, you know, you'll kind of take a couple things from this podcast and talking about paradigm shifts and 
gets you to start thinking, opening your eyes of what's coming, what could be right around the corner, what's possible. Really think about education. You know, how can you get in front of the paradigm and whatever is occurring? What areas are you going to set out? Put your, you know, put your sights on as far as education comes for this coming year. And even ed in education, I'm looking forward to seeing how the paradigms are going to be shifting when it comes to education. So it's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be some good stuff. Uh, I'm excited for it to kind of show its face and to see what else the wild world of paradigm shifts are going to be happening. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in, for listening. Make sure you share this episode with a friend, a colleague, somebody else that you know that might enjoy a little paradigm shift talk, enjoy a little bit of the, uh, the tips that I shared on how to think about paradigms, how to think about those shifts, and how to get ahead of the wave. So once again, thanks for listening. Make sure you give a, a little like, follow, at your first year in on the gram. And if you haven't gotten any copies or wanna get uh, any copies of either your first year in the beauty industry or your first year in salon ownership, you know you can always find those um, at your first year in or just go straight to yourfirstyearin.com. You can check out the books. And I've got some gigs coming up just after the new year. I'll be talking about some dates and some cities and some times and places where I'll be. And have a pretty packed year speaking and working on expanding the YFYI collection. Can't wait to tell you more about that. So with that, guys, I'm about to shift out of here. So thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast. I'll talk to you guys next week. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.